Yeah, I think we're ready for the Word of God. God has a word for you. How are we going to get through these hard times? Listen to me. A year ago, one year ago, not everybody was going through hard times. Some was going through hard times and some was okay. But now today, and since seven months, whether you're rich, poor, whether you're healthy, sick, everybody's going through the same problem. We are all facing this pandemic. And this is what I noticed about a lot of people. And you know what? I'm, I'm honest. And I say it the way it is. The whole world is weak. Even pastors. And if pastors tell you we're strong, we're, we're okay, we don't have fear. I got to say the truth. I'm going to speak for myself. I get afraid sometimes. I got to say the truth. Sometimes I worry. I got to say the truth. Sometimes I'm scared. And sometimes I'm weak. Telling you the truth today. Pastors are not Superman. We hurt too. If you cut me, I'll bleed. What do we do when we're weak? Do we stay weak? Why are we weak? Why do we go through these things? And the Lord gave me a scripture today. We're going to go into the word of God. Please, not a lot of typing. Not a lot of typing. Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 19, and God bless everybody for being in the room. Even even the ones that just came to see if I say anything wrong. God bless you guys too. There's people that come in just to see if the pastor says anything wrong. And I could post them on Instagram. You guys are welcome also. God bless you. Enjoy the word of God. God bless you, Pastor Rooney, if that's you. I love you. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. Here it is. May you experience the love of Christ. The love of Christ is an experience. Please listen. The love of Christ. It's an experience. It's something you experience. Because look what the Bible says. May you experience the love of Christ. Though it is too great to fully understand. Look what the Bible saying here. 
May you experience the love of Christ, how much he loves you. This message is for you tonight. And the Bible is saying, oh, oh, Paul, he's praying for you. He's praying for me that we will experience, that we will feel the love of Christ. But look what he said. His love is so great that you're never fully going to comprehend it. You're never fully going to understand the love. But may you experience as much as you can. That's amazing. That's amazing. And look what it says here. When you experience his love, Asun, then you will be made complete. What do we make complete? Listen. If you don't know the love of Christ, if you don't experience his love, you are not made complete. And today, today there, there is incomplete people out there. You know what's the worst thing in the world? You ready? Looking at a puzzle that's not finished. You ever seen a puzzle that's not finished? It doesn't look like anything. It doesn't have no reason. You can't use it for anything. And look what the Bible says here. When you don't experience his love, when you don't know his love, you're incomplete, like an incomplete puzzle. And there's too many incomplete puzzles in, 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 our, in, in the gypsy community today. But the Bible is telling us, how can we be complete? It's only when we experience the love of Christ. Listen. And you will be made complete with all the fullness of love and power that comes from God. Remember we talked about weak Christians? I want you to listen to this, Steve. Remember we talked about weak Christians being weak? Now, Steve, I cut off. I can't pray. I can't worship. I can't do it no more. It's been too long. How much can I pray for the same thing? I'm praying for my children. I'm praying for my kids. I'm praying for financial. I'm praying for blessing. I'm praying for God to do this. And maybe you've been praying for years, for months. I don't know. But you got tired and you got weak. The Bible saying this is where your power comes from. Do you know why you've been so weak? You forgot the love of Christ. Or maybe you never truly even experienced his love yet. And experience is something that you got to continue doing. You can't experience something good once. And say that's good enough. It's good enough. No, when you experience something that's beautiful... It's always in your heart. And this is what the Bible is saying. The love of God and Jesus is powerful. And I came here with the greatest message today at 1130 East Coast time. To tell you. God cares for you. Jesus loves you. You know what's the greatest message anybody could ever preach? You ready? 
Jesus. It's a shame, but 90% of messages today don't even mention the King of Kings. A message without Jesus is like having a wedding without the groom and the bride. And I want to tell you something today. Jesus loves you. He does. And you know what I realized? I realized that a lot of people don't believe that. And even if the pastor tells them, even if the Holy Spirit tells them, and even if they read the word of God that says Jesus loves them, they don't believe it because of their circumstances. How much does Jesus love you? Can I tell you tonight? Can I tell you how much he loves you? Here we go. Let's get the obvious scripture right in front of our face. Here it is. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting love. How much did God love you? You ready? He gave you Jesus and Jesus agreed to it. You need to understand this because God loves you and Jesus loves you. How do you know? Because God sent Jesus and Jesus said yes. Jesus could have called a multitude of angels to come and rescue him. But because of the love of Jesus and because of the love of God, we have salvation. And that's what I want to tell you today. That you might think that God doesn't care for you. But how much does he love you? He went out of his way to die on a cross for you. You know what? I love Steve. Steve Les, I love you. But I won't die for him. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. And I'm more than sure Steve won't die for me. I love Deacon Jeff with all my heart. And I love Walter and Fallon. But I won't die for them. And they won't die for me. <clears throat> you know, it's one thing to say it. I'll take a bullet for you. But the truth is, as much as you love them, you won't. Listen to this. You know, the only person you will die for is your children. Listen to this. The only person you will die for is your children. And look how much God loved you. He let his child die for you. There's only one person I will die for is Nikki and Noah. But look how much he loved you. Look what God said. My son that I love, go die for them. Go die for them because he loved you. And I'm not here to preach any fancy Hebrew and, and fancy Greek and to tell you fancy words and to give you theology. You know what Paul said? Everything I learned, it's not important. But I'm here to preach Jesus today. And I don't know who I'm reaching today. It could be just one person. 
But I want to tell you today, because in a world like we live in today, it might not seem like it. We might forget it because maybe that mask that we're wearing made us forget. But Jesus died for you and he loves you and he cares for you. We serve an awesome God. Hallelujah. God is so good. But let me tell you how much more he loves you. You ready? Listen to this point, Anthony Pete. So everything in this world has an expiration date. Everything. This house that I'm standing in right now in a thousand years won't be here. Everything, the car that I drive in a couple of years won't be here. Everything in this world has an expiration date. But not the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus will never expire. <clears throat> you know what a lot of us think? Well, I was a bad Christian today. God doesn't love me. The love of God is not based on your character. If that's the case, we're all dead. The love of God is based on his character. The love of God is based on his character. And the only reason we live better lives is because his love transforms us. Listen to me. Never think, well, if I'm a good Christian, God will love me. You know, we was taught that when we was kids with Santa Claus. You better be good or you won't get gifts. You better be good or Santa Claus won't love you. And here's the problem today. And I got to say the truth. A lot of us believe that today spiritually. That if I'm bad, God hates me. But look what God said. You are bad. That's why I had to send my perfect son to die for you. And to change you. And maybe you're wondering today, how can I be a better Christian? How can I give up this addiction? The Bible says in Ephesians 3.19, it's the power of the love. It's only when you realize he loved you at your worst. When you was worst of sinners. When you made your biggest mistakes, Jesus said, that's when I loved you. He loved you. And his love will never expire. The Bible says in Lamentations 3.22, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. The faithful love of the Lord never. Never in the Hebrew means never. Never in the Greek means never. We all know what never means. And look what the Bible says. His faithful love never ends. And it's his love that will change you. Listen to me. You didn't change it. 
you're still living like the devil, you never experienced his love. And God is telling you today, God is telling you something today, you can't give up that sin, you can't walk away from that sin, but I have the power to take it from you, but just know that I love you. Read Ephesians 3.19. This is what the Bible says. This is the gospel. It's the love of God that will change you. He loves you. As much as I love my son Noah. I love all my kids. But I'm going to talk about Noah. Because if I talk about Nikki, he'll kill me. As much as I love Noah, sometimes, Bistraf, there's so much on my mind, I forget about Noah. And let's be honest, we all go through it. Sometimes we go through so much. Bistraz, we forget about our children, or we forget maybe they wanted to go to the to the toy store, or they wanted to go there, or they wanted to buy an Xbox or whatever, and we forget because there's too much on our mind, but we still love them. But I want to tell you something about God. You ready? Psalms 139 verse 17. Asunen. How precious. Are your thoughts about me? Oh God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. Watch this. They outnumber the grains of sand. You ever walked on a beach before? You ever walked on a beach before? Can you count all those grains of sand? Is it possible for you to take every grain of sand and count them? How about this one? I give you a vacuum. I penaftika. Go vacuum the beach for me. Can you do it? Is it possible to vacuum all those grains of sand? Well, look what Jesus said. My thoughts that I think toward you is more than those grains of sand. Because you, you alone, the one I'm talking to right now, you are constantly on the mind of Christ. Because of his love, he will never stop thinking about you. You are constantly on the mind of Christ. And you know what a lot of people think? Please listen, I'm almost coming to an end. Don't go anywhere. Not me, pastor. I messed up. There's no way. There's no way that God loves me. I've been too bad. I don't remember the last time I prayed. I don't remember the last time, the last time I went to church. I don't remember the last time I read my word. There's no way. There's no way. Listen, Isaiah 49, 15. You ready? One of my favorite scriptures. 
So the Lord answers, Can a woman forget her own baby and not love the child she bore? The Bible says, Is it possible for a mother to forget her child? And then God answers the question. Look what he says. Even if a mother should forget her child, think so that. It's possible for a mother to leave her children. God is speaking to you tonight. Look what he said. It's possible for a mother to leave her children. But look what he said. Even if a mother forgets her child, I will never forget you. This is the love of Christ. He loves you. Jesus loves you. And I'm telling all 610 people that even if a mother should forget her children, God will never leave you or forsake you. God is on your side. The Bible says in Zephaniah 3.17, how many times maybe we cry. Maybe we, we just don't have no words. Look what the Bible says to you. Zephaniah 3. I rejoice over you with singing. You know what we do for our children when they're little babies? Even if we got a, a bad voice, we sing for our children. And look what, look what God said. I sing over you. And I will quiet you by His love. Maybe spiritually, you've been hurt. Maybe somebody hurt you. Maybe you're going through some kind of depression, some kind of anxiety. I will quiet you with my love and you know what even fear even fear the Bible says and perfect love cast out all fear and all this love listen to me all this love and we still complain we still don't pray we still live like we want I think it's time we stop complaining and we start saying, thank you, Jesus, because you love me. Thank you, Jesus, because you love me. When God created the world, listen to this point. I'm almost done. When God created the world, he spoke it and it was there. The sun, he spoke it and it was there. I saw it. Anthony, the moon, he spoke it and it was there. The trees, he spoke it and it was there. The sea, he spoke it and it was there. The animals, he spoke it and it was there. But then when it came to us, look what he said. No, I got to do something different. And he went and touched some mud. And he got his hands dirty. 
and he created us. Somebody said, everything else was spoken, but when it came to my people, I wanted to be connected to them. The love of Jesus. He loved you. He loved you. And all he wants, all he wants, I seek worshipers who worship in spirit and in truth. Begin to worship the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. Jesus loves you. Good night. I'll see you guys tomorrow. 11 o'clock. Tomorrow night, we're going to worship the Lord. I'm going to call up men of God, worshipers. And they're going to tell us what's their favorite worship song and why. And then we're going to worship together with that song. Tomorrow night, I got a teaching about worship. God bless you. Good night. There's anybody here tonight, Asun, maybe you never gave your life to Christ. Please listen. And you never took the sinner's prayer that, that says Romans 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that Jesus died and rose the third day, you will be saved. If there's somebody here, before, before I get out, is there anybody that wants to give their life to Christ? Type Amen. God bless you, Brandy. Type Amen. I'm sorry. Type me on the board. Haven't did this in a while. Type me, and we will give you the sinner's prayer. M E. Come on. Hallelujah. I don't know if there's anybody here that never gave their life to the Lord, but if it's you, type me. Jennifer, God bless you. Nana, God bless you. That's two people. If there's anybody else, I see two. I see two people. If there's anybody else before we go, we're running out of time. But we're about to give the sinner's prayer to two people. Okay. Whoever typed me on the board, repeat after me. This is called the sinner's prayer. Your confession. Jesus, repeat these words after me. Jesus, I'm a sinner. Saved by grace. I believe that you died and rose the third day. I confess you as Lord, Master, and Savior. Come live inside my heart. I dedicate my life to you. And I thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, welcome to the family of God. Experience His love. God bless you. Good night.